Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Chillinois podcast. Chillinois podcast, whatever. Fucking got an S on there for no reason. Uh, we are here with uh, Cole and Lucas, and today they will be discussing the uh, the new national law where all weed has become legal. Um, it's not going as uh, the, the legality isn't what we expected because it's only legal to uh to eat you cannot legally smoke it um and uh you cannot put it in uh cookies or anything it, it you cannot cook it at all the uh the eating has to be done flour just the flour has to be eaten <laughs> you're not able to put it in any orifice either you you, you have to eat it no nope, you, you can't put it in your butt you can't uh, inject the weed unfortunately you have to eat the fly it's a new challenge actually being done by uh by middle schoolers similar to the saltine challenge or the uh, cinnamon challenge uh seeing how much flour they can eat uh before dry heaving uh, and choking on their own uh flour and uh, lack of spit um it's not exactly what uh, what we wanted, obviously, uh, but you know it's closer closer to the uh, to what we want. So. Uh, folks, uh, you're probably confused as to what the fuck is going on, and that was exactly the point of opening the show this way. I told Lucas, uh, you know, if you meant, if you remember Lucas, uh, we'll have them reintroduce uh, themselves here in just a sec. Uh, but they come from improv. Now they're a stand-up comedian. I wanted to see what they'd do if uh, I just put them in the hot seat and told them, hey, "You're the host of the Chillinois podcast. How would you handle it?" So. Here I am. I'm Cole, the host of the Chillinois podcast. Lucas, I wanted to welcome you back to the show after that weird uh, intro. It did not work out the way that, that I expected, but I was very impressed with you. I was very impressed with you. You did. Go, you I'm did sorry great. I disappointed you. No, you didn't disappoint me. You just, <laughs> I, uh, I don't know what I expected. So, Lucas, the last time you were on, I played a clip of your first appearance on Kill Tony, and a lot of people wrote in and asked me how I just glossed over the fact that, you know, a major part of your routine was that you identified as uh, non-binary. And uh, truthfully, you know, I didn't know if, if it was something you'd be up for talking to. So that's why, of course, before we got on air, I asked to make sure. But yeah, I I just figured at the end of the day, honestly, you probably have as much to say about uh being non-binary as i do as I do, as much and... as you have to say about being non-binary right exactly exactly <laughs> so i i wanted to let you know i felt stupid and <laughs> no you shouldn't have i i appreciate that you uh that you asked beforehand um yeah it's just uh more of like an identity thing yeah and just not really something that i have like any real hot takes on it i, I don't sure. feel like a good uh spokes spokesman for uh for not being a man, you know, <laughs> <laughs> a spokesperson, uh, for the, exactly. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I guess my only real question about it, cause I realized that you don't have much to say. I put myself in your shoes. Um, when did you like, w I was never aware of the concept until like recently. Right. So like, what did you just always feel like, uh, weird when people put you in that, like, 
just like kind of cliche male box or like kind of what led to this if i may ask what even uh like? you know it was it was trendy and it helped me uh get laid so i just, just <laughs> trying to uh no it um i don't know it's 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 uh something where uh like I, I didn't know that was a thing until uh in college you know mm-hmm. most people uh, uh, you know, kind of discover themselves in college i still haven't discovered myself but uh i don't know it's just a new thing that i learned about that you could be somewhere in between uh mm-hmm. male or female or being nothing at all and then uh i just kind of connected with it and then uh kind of grabbed onto it um and it felt right whenever i uh started uh uh identifying that way and it's Mm -hmm. uh just felt correct um now it's something where i honestly don't think about as much so even the term non-binary i'm not connecting with as much anymore Mm -hmm. just the idea of uh the idea of having to feel a certain way based on how you identify as your gender is something that's uh never sat right with me so that's mm-hmm. kind of why i think at first that I, I grabbed on to the idea yeah um so just as, as kind of a way to get out of the uh uh boxes that um we can put ourselves in based on uh, how you should act or how you shouldn't act based on what's in between your legs. Yeah, fair enough. Hey, the reason I want to tell you, like, while I still feel, because, like, I, my girlfriend, I talked to my girlfriend about it before I even posed the question, and she was like, just saying, it's such an ignorant thing to think. And I, I was like, but that's the point. I'm ignorant to it, and I want to learn more. And in fact, like you just said, I've had experiences where I've like, let me just give you a random example. When I was young, there was this old lady that lived down the street from me and she was very nice to me. Okay. And she said, Hey Cole, I got this really cool flower that if you come over, if it, cause it was like a weekend. She's like, if you come over at like 10 or 11, um, you can have, I know this sounds like it's going to get creepy, but this was your first time smoking weed. No, no. Um, right, yeah, that's hilarious. But she was like, offering me cool things and, and a cool experience. The experience was that this flower, when the moon came out, it bloomed. And I was like, that sounds cool as fuck. And it was. It was really cool. And I told What's, my friends. What kind of flower is this? Sounds edgy as hell. I love it. I don't know. But it, we actually, when I told my girlfriend about it, we Googled it. If you Google uh, flowers that bloom in the moon, you'll you'll find results. Okay. Um, it's like but, a werewolf uh, flower. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like yeah, like you say, it's edgy. It's it's not going with the trends. It really stands yeah. out. But but anyways, I shared this experience with my friends the next day, and apparently, uh, me finding that cool made me a faggot. So um, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like I and I I've always been fascinated by plants, and for some reason, and that's how you knew. Is that when you came out? That's when You're I came. Like, oh no, I, I guess. I guess no. I am. Fuck. <laughs> but honestly, you know, becoming aware of uh, people that identify as non-binary and um, just the idea in of itself, it made me 
want to learn more. So that's why I brought, I brought it up today at risk of sounding ignorant. It's because I am, I, you know, we're, to we're all learn. ignorant. So I, I, I think it's uh, totally fine to, to be yeah. curious about things. For sure, man. For sure. Yeah. Um, and see right there, I, I wanted to ask you, does it, does that ever bother you? Cause I say that, uh, instinctively to everybody, including my girlfriend, I'd be like, yeah, man, whatever I say, you know, like, are you the like do you get picky about things like that i know that's a joke that you have no so that's why i'm a bad spokesman for it uh spokesperson sorry excuse me (laughs) say hey you Um, do it too there yeah uh, um uh, maintenance hole instead of manhole that whole shtick um (laughs) i uh i'm a bad i'm bad for it because i i don't i don't get offended by things uh and i know that other people do so i i i let a lot more things slide like if somebody is uh they don't know as much about the topic or they are ignorant about it or whatever it's uh but they're like asking questions and they're like obviously trying to learn more about it but whenever you don't know about a subject and you ask questions about it you're going to ask questions in the wrong way whatever that may be and which could be some might find offensive but I, I i look a lot more of like what is the actual intent of what they're asking are they actually trying to learn more or are they just trying to be hurtful and nine out of 9.5 out of 10 times it's them just trying to learn more about it than just trying to be hurtful um mm-hmm. so i actually had an instance uh recently in uh where i was in this group and one of the people in it were like they're like really curious and wanting to know more and they're like asking questions and stuff and uh and they like asked the questions in the wrong way and then i got scolded for it um so so now i i feel like that's not going to help anything that's just going to like push them further yeah into the opposite direction of not understanding and not accepting right um because they're going to associate like the understanding of that with the uh with that feeling of getting scolded or it'll like be more divisive rather than uniting yeah you know i don't mean i'm by no means the spokesperson for this issue but i think you do a good (laughs) service towards being uh, you know whether or not you mean to or not i think you do just in being just reasonable and explaining to people that are curious and ultimately like I say not only did I want to learn more today but I felt like this would be an opportunity for other people to learn more about the subject because sometimes it's like like you say people don't want to talk about it because they're concerned about asking the wrong the question the wrong way or you you know and so we kind of we don't benefit from learning from each other and and that uh, because yeah so Anyways, um, that so was if anyone out there has any uh, ignorant questions, please uh, don't hide it. Just DM me directly, and I'll tell you <laughs> if it's ignorant or not. <laughs> yeah, man, that's stupid as fuck. What kind of question is that? No, <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, that's that's awesome. Thank you for for talking about that. Um, you've been traveling lately. I think I even saw you were in the state, the great state of Illinois. I was yeah, world tour baby. Um, I went to uh, I went to Chicago. I was there for a weekend during the Fourth of July. Um, I went to the uh, the uh, cosplay beach, the lake that's cosplaying as a beach there. Mm-hmm. Um, 
for Fourth of July. It's very fun, and saw the fireworks there. You know, I think uh, I don't. I don't think they did uh, like government fireworks. Uh, that's the correct term. Uh, it's just a bunch of. <laughs> I've uh, never heard that term before. <laughs> this is funny. It's like the government, government didn't put on fireworks. I think it was just a bunch of individuals shooting off fireworks. Yeah. Um, so there's still a lot of them. It was very fun. Um, got to do some some shows there. Went to the Lincoln Lodge, and uh, Comedy Bar, and uh, the pickup truck did coming out out outside the back of a pickup truck. Um, it was great. They're all people that I, uh, connections that I like just from people traveling to Austin and checking out the scene here and then me meeting them and then having them as a contact there. Yeah. Did you go to, was it New York as well? I did. Yeah. That's the one, uh, the big, the big windy, the big apple. Um, <laughs> uh, New York was great. I, uh, I'd never been by myself. I've been there traveling for either school or with my family. And it's very different being able to just go by yourself. Um, yeah. So it was, uh, it was similar in that, like I had a couple people I could message, get on some shows and uh, yeah, it was a fun time. Have you been to New York? I haven't. I haven't. I'd love to go. I was going to ask you since you went alone. <laughs> yeah. When you go when you go alone, that's the opportunity. I mean, you could do this with a group, I guess, but alone you just don't have to worry about anybody, you know, taking judgment home. You'll never see these people again, right? But when you when you're alone, did you take advantage of the opportunity going across the crosswalk, smack somebody's hood and go, "Hey, I'm walking it." Did you <laughs> No. <laughs> Uh, I carried a bunch of uh, oversized apples and started throwing them at people, actually. There you go. The big apple. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Um, so cool. Cool. Any uh, any fun stories from uh, from traveling? Did anything crazy happen? Anything crazy happen? I, uh, did you bomb? Uh, yeah, I bombed the hardest I, I did at one of the shows. Um, well, it was a mic, so I don't feel as bad about it, but it's still, yeah. it was like, for some reason I got up there and forgot how to do all of my jokes and how to be on stage and everything. And I, I, I ate shit. It was like, it was like worse than a bomb. Like I, people started talking, heckling and I just did not handle it well at all. And I like lost my cool up on stage and I got frustrated. <laughs> uh, and I had to leave, I had to walk it off. I had to, I had to get out of there and go home and sleep. Uh, which it hurts more because there's one guy that I'd known and he like his first time seeing me in like two years and he was there for that one. Uh, and he was like, before he was like, so excited to see you, Lucas, like, uh, it'd be cool. We can connect out. And then he saw me there and then I bombed and then he left without saying anything to me. <laughs> like he didn't want to be associated with me at all after that, which I understand. I don't blame him for that hey. at all. But to, to be granted, I'm no comedian, but I listen to I listen to the Bill Burr podcast. Now I listen to a bunch of different podcasts, and I talk to a few different comedians. And from what I hear, the worst thing you can say to a comedian is, "Oh, hey, I'm super excited to see you perform tonight." Like all they, I don't know, maybe it's different with you. Everybody's different, but what mostly what you want to hear is afterwards, like, "Hey, you killed it." Like I don't yeah. want to. Just say hi to me and leave me alone. Let me focus. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't want to know if, like, I have a loved one in the audience beforehand, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to have all that writing on you. 
like oh, exactly this, I'm about to I'm about to make or break this person's night <laughs> exactly yeah and their whole perception of me too yeah yeah exactly they may never yeah. look at me the same again <laughs> yeah it's like not not that bad you know it's just like something I'm uh, trying to make as a career you know so <laughs> so then they're like oh really really this is what you want to do like geez, yeah. yeah yeah unfortunately maybe, yeah maybe if this is what you want to do you should be better at it exactly yeah <laughs> so yeah um, I, had a, I had a friend here who's uh whose dad came to visit and uh he took him to a show and then he bombed at the show and the dad like took him out for lunch the next day and like sat down with them and like had a talk with them it's like hey are you really sure that you want to do this as a, as for your life man you got if you do you gotta take this like a lot more seriously yeah so how uh, before i get to my next question which i promised you or, or i promised you i guess i did promise you so i hope to hold my promise you did promise you don't make many promises but you did promise me this <laughs> that's right before i get to that uh i wanted to ask like what's uh i mean you, it sounds like you're kind of fresh off of one what's a bomb like for you like do you come home and you're like i fucking hate myself or like do you just kind of do you have you figured out how to just breeze it off uh does it hit you the next morning like what what does a bomb usually feel like for you i don't know i'm just curious because i feel like uh, i just eat my soul <laughs> yeah it does eat the soul um i mean it's something that i'm learning you you have to be like so zen about everything for it not yeah. to affect you, which I'm not because it still affects me. Um, like whenever I have a really good set, it affects me very positively. When I have a bad set, it affects me very negatively. Uh, so coming off a bomb, my immediate first reaction is like, I got to get it back upstage and salvage this somehow at another show, another mic or whatever. Um, and then like one, one, one time I bombed at a show, felt horrible and i did the most narcissistic thing i went to a, a mic and i instead of working new jokes which i planned on doing i did old jokes that i know would work so just so that i could feel good about myself mm -hmm. uh which uh which I, I would prefer if i would just be able to like wipe it off and be able to start it clean again uh but it's uh it, it definitely is uh very uh you get a lot of dark thoughts after after sure. the bomb. Yeah, you're like, oh my god, I've never done comedy in my life. What is this? Mm -hmm. this is drugs never, drugs never sound so appealing until after you bomb, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. For me though, I don't do drugs unless I'm like in a good state. I drink, yeah. I drink regardless. But if I'm gonna do anything, then. I, I I just know what the after will be like if I'm like not in a not in the best state mentally. So it's 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 hard to convince myself to do something like uppers yeah. unless I like know that I'm like kind of mentally sane. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you'll just be like, let's go, let's go, let's go. I can get it, you know. Yeah. Exactly. Crazy. Yeah. Then it will become a problem. Yeah. <laughs> um, folks. Uh, failed to mention it at the top of the podcast like i usually do it'll be in the podcast description but we're joined i did mention this we're joined with lucas mccreary but uh you can find lucas on instagram at lucas wmc that was off the top of my head that's right, right. yeah, yeah nice and then main course oh uk yes with a, i got a k in there 
Hell yeah, with with a K. Folks, if you just want to copy and paste it, it'll be in the uh, podcast description. Be sure to fo- follow both Lucas and Main Course Comedy. Um, support uh, support our artists. Support our comedians. We love our comedians. Um, I don't know why, but I just sounded like Trump. Um, so <laughs> We love, <laughs> we our, love comedians. our comedians. We, the, we love we our good, best. absolute best comedians. <laughs> yeah, we have the best comedians. Um, <laughs> so I uh, learned a fun fact about you yesterday that, that I didn't intend to learn. I, I mean, it wasn't – this person's also from Austin, Texas, and for listeners, I don't know exactly when, how, what order I will release these podcasts in, but I was joined by – I think the whitest person on planet Earth, Ridge Hirschberger. Um, oh wow! <laughs> I just did. You find that. him through Kill Tony, also. Yeah, yeah. I saw him on Kill Tony and uh, reached out Fuck and yeah. uh, didn't realize when talking to him that that you two knew each other. And mm-hmm. the thing that I thought would make you laugh is that he felt the need to mention uh, that you guys. Uh, shared the same bed not together not in the same night uh but uh that you <laughs> not more than one night that's for sure not more than one night that's right yeah so i don't know i thought that was hilarious i thought you'd get a little bit of a laugh out of that because um, he said it fun. and he immediately yeah, I, love, I love ridge so much <laughs> he said it and he immediately was like i don't know why i mentioned that as if it's like a cool thing to know that i shared a bed with lucas and i was like or share, they slept in the same bed as Lucas, and I was like, "Hey, that means you're on the right path." That's what that means. So yeah. there's, there's, I think tears. we need to explain to the. Uh, we shared a bed in this. I lived in a room. We both lived in the same house, and then uh, I lived in a room. I moved out, and then he moved into that room. So he was sleeping mm-hmm. in. No, you shared. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> he yeah. slept at the foot of the bed like a little dog. Right, and like I would Michael Scott. Eat him treats at night. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. The, the foot. Yeah. This is where I sleep. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's amazing. Well, cool. Uh, yeah, I wanted to mention that. So, Lucas, you got any upcoming um, spots? I know that you. I believe that you said main course comedy is every other Friday. Um, yeah. So we got one coming up next Friday. Cool. Um, and we've changed locations. There's a little uh, venue drama. Um, but we found a new. We're in a uh, a speakeasy now. You gotta like open up a bookshelf to get to the uh, to get to the bar and the stage. It's very fun. Uh, trying to make it feel like a. I, I went to the comedy cellar for the first time uh, whenever nice. I was in New York, uh, and it was uh, amazing. And this place, uh, if it's set up correctly, can uh, have a similar type of like very very low ceilings, um, fancy cocktails. Mm-hmm. Uh, very small room um, so uh, you know comedy seller watch out because uh, firehouse hostel is the next next up and coming on the map of comedy legends sweet hell yeah believe it or not we actually have even before i started bringing on some of the guests uh when you know kill tony moved to austin we actually have we have some listeners from uh, Austin. So I don't know why. I don't know if they're like from Chicago and they just still listen. But shout out to our Austin listeners. We consistently see you on the map. So uh, ho- I've won hope- two, baby. <laughs> I don't even know. Is that the zip code? What? That's the area code. Yeah. The, the, yeah, the area code. I'm fucking. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah. I did. You cut out for me. But uh, so um, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, I hope that by bringing 
folks on from I, I try to bring on comedians from everywhere um, but I hope that by bringing on somebody from the Austin scene that that gives you somebody uh, to look forward to seeing a show to attend every other Friday as as uh, he's as I said so um, Lucas a uh, quick question to close out the show we're hitting the top of our uh, time slot just because I recently was able to go out and uh, get my comedy fix it's freaking awesome man you know Illinois everything's been shut down so um, I was able to uh, hanker my craving um, in a big way by going to see Joe Rogan, and I didn't even realize he was going to be here. But Tony Hinchcliffe. There was also oh, oh nice. crap. I feel bad for I've I keep forgetting her name, but she's from Milwaukee and she killed it. I really wish I could uh, remember her name. But anyways, who who are some cool people that you've seen recently? I know you're a big fan of comedy. Wait, where'd you see uh, Rogan at? I saw Rogan um, in Milwaukee. Um, I can't think of the name right now, the name of the town of, well, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Yes. Sorry. I was like, yeah. Um, some people that I've seen lately. Um, what was his name? Hold on. Let me, can I Google, can we yeah. let me cut this part out and then I'll, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then pretend like I knew it just off the cuff. Yeah, yeah. No, we can do that. Um, um, I imagine you get to see a lot of people there in Austin. Oh, my God. My mind is blanking right now. <laughs> oh, my God. This person's going to be so pissed when they listen to this, you know, because they won't even know. They won't even listen. (laughs) You never know, though. They may be one of our listeners from Austin, you know, and they're going to be fucking pissed. You you blanked on their name. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Well, it's safe to I'm bombing. I'm bombing right now. I am bombing this right now. It's safe to say oh you've God. seen people like Joe Rogan, Tony Hinchcliffe. Sure, yeah, you know, you know I've seen Joe fucking just hanging out. Just yeah, I, I um, <laughs> uh, oh, uh, okay, I'll, I'll tell you that I saw um, uh, Andy Di- Andy Dykes Clay uh, oh, this nice. weekend. Yeah, yeah, it was very fun. Um, he uh, half his face doesn't work. He has Bell's palsy. Uh, so he was like literally talking out of like, the side of his mouth. Um, but thankfully we were sitting on the good side so we could only see <laughs> normal Andy Dice Clay. Yeah. Um, but it was very, it was very fun. And then he, he did like new stuff throughout and then he did, uh, the nursery rhymes at the very end to close it out. Um, and it was, uh. It was hype. Everyone was like saying the nursery rhymes along with him. Uh, like everyone knew it word by word. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how familiar you are with Andy Dice Clay, but like the hickory, hickory dickory dock. Your wife was sucking my cock. <laughs> that kind of stuff. Uh, 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 mother, mother, you show damn hair. Uh, save, shave that pussy. It's so damn hairy. Other people know better than I do. Right? <laughs> doing a disservice to him right now. No, I love this. Uh, but awesome. uh, he, you know, biggest comedian in the the eighties, and uh, just a fucking legend. And I got into him ironically, and so it was very funny to see like a meme in in person. 
Hell yeah, that's cool as fuck, dude. That's really cool. I think the only ode that I have for Andrew Dice Clay is, uh, people can't see this right now, but I'm always rocking my fanny pack. It's a little bit oh, nice. inspired too, but, um, nice. yeah, I, I, you know, we're taking back the fanny pack. There, see, there's another thing. For some reason, bags have been feminized, and it's like, fuck you, bitches. I can wear a bag too. And, yeah. and all the women that are listening right now and just got offended, to, whatever, you know, I don't care. We'll, we'll lose you. <laughs> we'll lose you. Do women even, I, do, are there even any women that listen to this? I thought I just assumed it was all dudes. Yeah, it's few and far between, to be honest. I have looked at those <laughs> metrics. It's few and far between. We have a lot of. Well, all uh, three of you women, don't be offended. Yeah, yeah. I hope I hope not. And, and if you are, uh, I hope that Justine, my co-host, can, uh, you know, get you guys some retribution by roasting me in the future or something so well cool uh when's I think, the uh when's the ridge episode coming out i'm not sure yet but that was we had we were only scheduled to talk for an hour we ended up almost talking for two hours because he was just such a fucking funny dude that's um, amazing yeah he's incredible yeah so i'm not sure exactly when it comes out but i will i'll just ridge tag- told me the funniest thing he said i don't understand Stand why all these comics talk about killing themselves. I've never once thought about killing myself. <laughs> Dude, he's... he's just like so wholesome, and so like he just hasn't, he just hasn't been hurt in the world yet. And yeah. I hope it never does. I hope it never happens. And the way that he talks, he doesn't even mean to, but he's just got natural delivery. You know what I mean? He does. He'll, like say yeah. things, and I'll just be laughing. He's like, I didn't mean that as a joke but you know yeah. yeah i have to just give him a quick shout out uh saw a really funny video that he posted today um so folks i saw that one yeah, yeah. of him getting milk from a cow yeah if you cereal. want to see ridge score milk straight from a cow's teat that's the right way to say it right into his mouth yeah. um might I say it's super hot but it's also that's got a comedic element to it <laughs> i'm fucking around um, it is hot I had to take a bathroom break after. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, uh, folks, it's been our show with Lucas McCreary. I want to give you uh, some extra time back in your night. Thank you so much uh, for joining us, and uh, I'm sure we'll have you on in the future to, to shoot the shit. Ridge actually proposed uh, that, that you guys come on together. I think that sounds like a recipe for a disaster in the best way possible. Um, That'd so, be very fun. Yeah, yeah. I'd love that. Yeah, we can make that happen. So cool. All right, folks. Well, I hope you got a laugh or two out of this episode. Lucas, any uh, final thoughts before you go? Uh, Got all my thoughts out there now. I'm I'm good. I meant to ask you this last time. Is there any other way that our audience can support you other than uh, following your social media? Like, do you have anything? Uh, You can Venmo me if you want. There you go. Um, My Venmo is uh, L-U-K-A-S dash M-C-C-R-A-R-Y. So, you know, if you just want to send like a dollar to, you know, enough for, for a cup of coffee, that'd be great. I'd love it. Cool. Cool. I always try to make sure to plug that because like you say, yeah, cup cup of coffee, stuff like that, that's always appreciated. So, folks, support uh, this comedian in uh, one more than one way if you're able to. And uh, stay tuned for the next episode of the Chillinois Podcast.